0: Welcome to the reading of the Story of Immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The Story of Immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading is the continuation of Chapter 6 and the teachings. Today you will be able to answer the following nine questions. 1. What does the Father explain about karmic accounts? 2. How do you ensure that the line of fortune you draw be very long and clear, or be broken? 3. What are sanskars? What are karmic accounts? 4. Why is external justice not needed? 5. How does a soul enter the world stage? 6. How is bondage created? 7. What does it mean that a soul is under the influence of its action and how is dislike for a person or situation created. 8. How does subservience in relationships begin? 9. What happens in the process of attempting to understand a mistake? Action and destiny. God is the only soul who is beyond every action and its fruit, because he is the supreme. I do not enter the cycle of birth and rebirth, You do this. When the Father comes at the Confluence Age, he sheds light on the meaning of karmic accounts. He explains how in this short leap age, you can create a destiny of your choice. You can draw the line of your destiny with the pen of your elevated actions and take the rewards with you throughout the cycle of time. The pen for the line of fortune is action. The Father teaches you how to perform elevated actions. And as a result of this, you create an elevated destiny for yourself. The present elevated life of the Confluence Age is called an effort-making life. The quality of the efforts made now is the basis of the future quality of actions and rewards. It is at this time that you go deep into the understanding of spiritual knowledge and you inculcate the unifying spiritual principles of soul consciousness by following the supreme directions. Through this, you are able to develop the power of discernment to know truth from falsehood and right from wrong. The principles of Dharma are inculcated by the soul through the practice of spiritual knowledge and truths. For example, having a benevolent attitude, pure vision, and soul-conscious love. When actions are connected to such principles, they are called elevated. When you perform actions aligned with your Dharma, that is, the spiritual principles of life, and when your karma is balanced with your dharma, then the line of fortune you draw would be very long and clear. If you sometimes perform elevated actions, but at other times you perform ordinary actions, then your line would be broken. Action and sanskars Every action done leaves an imprint that is recorded as a sanskar. Sanskars are in the soul. It is a soul that has good or bad sanskars. And it is according to this that human beings receive a good or bad birth. Souls carry their sanskars with them into their next birth. These are referred to as karmic accounts accumulated from actions done. For example, if someone built a college in her previous birth, she would receive a good education in her next birth, or if someone's name is glorified in childhood, it is understood that he performed highly credible actions in his previous birth. If you perform good actions, you receive good fruit in the next birth. The reverse is also true. Some perform such actions that the sanskars they take with them affect them from birth, such as they are born with an unhealthy body. Every soul has its own scars, which are unique to that soul. The soul carries good or bad scars with it, depending on the quality of the actions done. It is a soul that has to experience through its body the return of any good or bad action. The sanskars within the soul are influenced by the quality of the soul's actions. This is why whatever you do, you do that for yourself. Since you yourself do everything and you receive the fruit of that, then you understand that within every action is accountability. Action and rebirth When a soul leaves the body, there is neither bondage of action with the body it has left, nor bondage of action with the body it has to enter, because the soul is separated from the body and is in transition. However, sanskars remain within the soul the soul carries its sanskars with it and its next birth is according to these sanskars when it takes its next body its connection with action continues Souls are faster than the speed of light. You leave your body in a second and enter the womb of the next mother. If a soul leaves its body in India and has karmic accounts in London, that soul will go to London and take birth there. All souls go through the cycle of birth and rebirth. Birth after birth, your features continue to change. You now know that these present features will change in your next birth. Your relationships with souls also keep changing in every birth. The one incorporeal Father, who is free from birth and rebirth, is telling you this. The Field of Action The speciality of this physical world is action. The field of action exists here in the corporeal world. And it is here that good and bad actions are done. When the soul is in the body, you are playing a part through your sense organs on this field of action. All actions are seeds that are sown on the field. Actions are neutral, good, bad, and elevated. You plow the field with your thoughts, and you plant the seeds with your actions. As is the quality of the soil and seed, such will be the quality of the fruit you reap. This is why it is said as you sow so shall you reap neutral actions every soul enters the world stage in its original stage of completion the originals and scars of knowledge powers and virtues are innate in souls as their godly inheritance and their actions give fruits of peace and happiness neutral actions are the rewards of effort made at the confluence age these actions from ruling to eating are in the golden and silver ages. Their neutral actions are actions that are in perfect alignment with the unifying spiritual principles of the soul. There is no question of sinful actions. No souls repent for their actions. good and bad actions, the law of cause and effect. From the Copper Age onwards, when there are sanskars of duality, actions are influenced by both good and bad intentions. When you step down from the consciousness of being a master, The battle begins between virtues and vices, good and evil. This battle slowly drains you of your spiritual power and makes you weak. In this place of uncertainty, your voice of conscience speaks. Never perform any bad actions, only perform good actions. There are good thoughts and bad thoughts. I should stop bad thoughts. God has given me this intellect to discern right from wrong. By making good effort, I can perform right actions. However, because of your weakened position, you act against the voice of your conscience. Even against your own will, you act under the influence of the vices. Then you say, This was not my intention, but it is my nature. From those actions taken against the voice of conscience, bondage is already created. When such actions take place, they leave an imprint within you as a sanskar. These are acquired sanskars based on body consciousness and the vices. During the Copper and Iron Ages, the law of cause and effect is experienced. Also called the law of karma, this law is such that whatever right or wrong actions you do are accounted for in the form of sanskars. And the fruit of that is definitely received in the next birth. When a soul is under the influence of its action, It means that the soul is under the influence of desire for an immediate outcome. The result is that action ties the soul into bondage, which causes distress to the self and to others. The bondage of action brings you under the influence of the limited fruit of action. The word influence means that one is trapped by the attachment to something external to the Self. This is called actions done under the influence of body consciousness and the material world. When there is a bondage of action, it pulls you and consumes you and you become subservient to the body, person or situation and this creates dislike within you. The seed of dislike is a royal form of a selfish motive. Subservience in relationships begins with a very subtle awareness of the mistakes of others and a very subtle absorption of that mistake within the self. People say when someone makes a mistake, that it is necessary to acknowledge it as a mistake and to be knowledgeable in terms of understanding it. However, in the process of understanding the mistake, it can happen that the mistake gets absorbed into your heart, your intellect, your attitude or your words. If you absorb something negative or someone's bad behavior, will your intellect, your attitude or your words remain clean? If even the slightest defect flow, or waste remains within you, you cannot remain uninfluenced. When anything bad about anyone is in your heart, then your heart cannot remain satisfied constantly. And that which is absorbed by the heart Will definitely come out in words, whether it is spoken in front of the one who made the mistake or whether it is spoken in front of many. In other circumstances, the physical senses can trap you in such a way that you do not even know that you are trapped. It then shows up in the habit of making mistakes and seeking forgiveness. There's no question of forgiveness in this. People in the world ask for forgiveness a lot someone would hit another and then ask for forgiveness and think that everything is all right again. It does not take long to ask for forgiveness in that way. You cannot continue to perform wrong actions and then say, I am sorry. It cannot continue like this. Everything is accumulated. Everything gets absorbed in the soul as sanskars. Whatever right or wrong action you perform are accounted for. And the fruit of that right or wrong action will definitely be received. If not in this birth, than in the next birth. Whatever one does, one receives the fruition of that accordingly. Always remember that the law of karma is like an echo. If you speak about anyone's defects or anyone's mistakes, even if you consider yourself to be very sensible and responsible, this wasteful speaking is such that it echoes back. Your own sound comes back to you louder. The very powerful law of karma is such that if today you defame anyone, tomorrow someone else will defame you Twice as much. Do listen next week for the continuation of the Seeker's Journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul, and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.